0: Welcome to Resellology Podcast. My name is Melissa Vandridge, and I am a full-time reseller. This podcast is mainly about my business and about what I'm doing with my business. It's mainly to document my journey and to be able to, A, reflect on where I've been and how far I've come, but also to try to help people along the way. Well, it's definitely been a minute. Since I've made an episode for my podcast, and I've gotten a few messages, you know, ask me if I if I'm not going to do this anymore or whatnot, and i honestly, it was a break at first, and kind of just took an extended break, and that's okay, you know. I know in the resell- reselling community, it all comes down to consistency, and of course it does. I won't have the the listenership is that the right word? Listenership? Well, we're going to pretend it is, um, that somebody that produces something every Monday would, you know, or every like specific day. And I accept that. So I honestly just kind of make this for, for me or for you for helping somebody, right? If it helps somebody great. So recently there's been a lot of changes on thredUP. The the most recent change has been, you have to reclaim your items in the last seven days, or it becomes of property. Now that was supposed to be for, item, for bags that were after six twenty three 2020 However, I've had bags that were processed before that, and I had things expire, and I put them in my cart, and now it was gonna be charged for it. Now, I think if you contact customer service, you can get your stuff back. That was not supposed to be subject to that. These items, I decided to let go. Um, I had sent these in many times or a few times and I decided, you know what, I'm not gonna fight to get these back. I don't really want them back. So and then that kind of prompted a thought process of do I wanna reclaim everything with the way labels have been restricted. You know, you can only do ten at a time or have ten out at a time now, if you can get them at all. Um I have I have a few out. And I have six out right now. So I should actually just try to see if I can request more Um, because I was able to print them the whole time. Like I didn't have to request a bag and other people had to request a bag. And, you know, customer service previously said that, oh, you know, if you request a bag, you can just cut the label off. Or we, somebody asked, um, somebody I trust asked, you know, and she actually showed proof too. So if you, if you get a bag label and you cut it off, can you, put it in a box and they said yes well come to find out they were wrong customer service is wrong and you'll get this because it depends on who you talk to in customer service and this is not just a thread up issue this is an amazon issue this is a sony issue this is a fill in the blank issue big companies have issues with customer service telling you the same thing or the right thing all the time now albeit amazon has the least amount of problems in my opinions with this, but they still have the same problems. I've been told the wrong thing from customer service and then I had to go to a supervisor and then I got the right answer from Amazon. So even Amazon has these issues. So it's not just a thread up issue, although thread up is a hot mess in other ways, but this is not their, this is not an issue that's only known to them, if you know what I mean. So, Because they gave the wrong information, I end up giving wrong information. Other people gave wrong information, you know. So, I mean, you only can give what you know at the time. So now I know better. I won't do that. I've done it in the past and it was fine. Other people have done it in the past and it was fine. However, management says no because those are only allotted to a certain weight limit. So the ones you request, the labels you request, are 30 pounds max, but apparently it's a much lower weight. On the bags because they are smaller and so they can't hold as much, which makes sense. Whatever. Also, that because uh, Chriselle had put this out, she's krangle on Instagram, and if you're not following her, I would absolutely follow her. She she was one that found out it was it was in her Instagram. You can read it on one of her posts that it was like the email. She she was showing you the email she got from Melissa at Thread Up. And also, it was about people using labels that were old. Well, it's funny because the last five Lux labels I got from Up were had all expired in 2018. So I thought, well, they had sent me expired labels that must not matter. Their expiration date must not matter. Apparently it does, and people's boxes are getting lost because they're using expired labels. Well, ThredUp sent those expired labels. Hot mess, you know. So I contacted ThreadUp today, and I asked them to take those labels. The rest, I had used one. I had four other ones left for Lux, and I had them remove them from my from my account, So it doesn't count against me, because you can only have 10 labels outstanding at one time. And I did not want those four labels that had, were left to count against my 10, because that brings me down to six. And then I had an older label, too, um, from 2017, that it was like I had requested a bag, but I never used it because I, I, I did some research and there was no good information in 2017 about Thread Up. So I decided I think I threw the bag away because I'm like, oh I'm never gonna use this. I don't want to like get no money for my stuff. I mean, I wish I had I wish I tried it back then. I wish I really had. Because then I don't know if I would have figured everything out, but maybe. I lost my train of thought back to the bag. Okay. So yeah, you have those two issues with the bags. So now those are removed. Now I have six outstanding. So um, I have two in transit. So technically I have eight outstanding. And so hopefully if things are working right, I should be able to request two more, but I haven't tried it yet. Hopefully I still have ability to print them because I print them on my Dymo, which is fantastic. Ooh, I can, I can print my label. Awesome. Okay, so yeah, I can, I can print them. I could probably print one more and then that would bring me up to 10. And then that's what you're allowed. That's what your max is right now. Well, most people's maxes, I think. But now I'm thinking, do I want to get everything back? You know, I have some things I've been sending for probably close to a year now that hasn't sold, and so I think I'm going to just start letting go of some of that stuff. Um, I'm going to keep select things out of each bag and then let up keep the rest. And then I think I'm going to continue to adopt that. I used to reclaim 100% and just reclaim and resend. And that's when we had like unlimited labels and blah, blah, blah. Because my bag fee is more than it used to be, because I used to just do the return assurance and not the expedited processing. We don't do the expedite processing, and it, it can take a few months. I don't want to wait that long, so I want things to be processed um, immediately. So I will pay for that. Um, so it's twenty-seven dollars a bag at when you when you factor that in. So I have decided I'm not going to send. I'm not going to send the same like stuff at the bottom I used to. Right, I used to send everything Ann Taylor or Loft or. Um, you know, anything that retailed for over $71. It was a hundred, but I, I lowered it to 71 because I thought $71, if it retailed originally on up for $71, like if they recognize it for retail for $71 or higher, then I will send it in. It's worth my time. Um, and so I think I'm going to raise that bar a little bit. And so I'm not going to send as much of the lower end of the spectrum as I would have. that makes any sense. So I'm going to shoot a little bit higher, you know, say quality over quantity. Right. And I mean, for the most part, I do agree with that. But then I think you can also, if you can do volume selling, that actually works for a lot of people too. And so I think that's what I was going for at first. I was going for volume selling, right? Just throw a lot of spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks and whatnot. And, And I've done this for a year now. So actually it was like technically a year in June is when I sent in my first box, but it didn't actually get processed until August. I think it was August. Yeah. I think August was the first box that got processed. So we're in, we're in September. So I'm over a year and yeah, I think I'm just going to start fine tuning it and that's okay. It's okay to reevaluate things. It's okay to reevaluate what you're doing, even if you wanted to reevaluate it every month. And actually I think I'm going to start doing that. I think I'm going to reevaluate what I do every single month. Um, cause I used to do it every, you know, every few months, maybe every quarter. And no, I think I need to reevaluate how I do things, how I go about things every month, because things are changing so fast, um, with our political climate with, you know, just, just the individual platforms are changing fast as well. Like they're, fourth quarter, you know, eBay loves to like change a lot of stuff. I don't know why they do it in fourth quarter. Just do it over the summer, you know, fix your shit during the summer and don't mess it up during fourth quarter, but that's okay. But yeah, reevaluate. And because things are changing fast and if you re re-evaluate more, you're going to be better off for it, not less off for it. You know, it's, it's just a good idea. I, I'm going to continue to use ThreadUp, but I'm not going to continue to use them the way I was. So I was sending literally like 80% of everything I got. And I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to actually list more items. And i learned a lot from how ThreadUp does it to make my process better. I'm adopting, you know, just kind of the way they do it. I'm using my mannequins almost exclusively now or my dress forms or whatever, unless it's jeans. I don't have a mannequin for jeans. I don't even want to deal with a mannequin with jeans. So I still hang those, and I think that looks fine to me. Um, But if it goes on a mannequin, it's a dress or whatnot, I'm not hanging it. I'm putting it on that mannequin, because I think it does sell it better, honestly. And it's, obviously it's worked for Thread Up just fine. So I'm doing that. And I'm listing more on Poshmark, Mercari, and eBay. I switched from using List Perfectly, I don't know if I talked about this much, to Vendu. So I kept having an issue with List Perfectly not actually retaining Poshmark IDs right. And it was happening more than I liked. You know, if it was happening once in a while, no big deal, I can fix it. But it was happening like in 20 items, it was happening like almost half the time. And I'm like, I can't deal with this. And it's not. To me, it was not easy to delist and relist, and yeah, you know, I lose some functionality. I mean, yes, they have great templates and they have some other good things that are going for um, list perfectly, but I hope Vendue just catches up. But Vendue is better when it comes to delisting and relisting. It's so much faster, um, and so that kind of one, I, I, I need I make my. The way I get around that Vendu doesn't have templates is I make a listing that's a template and like I name it jeans or whatnot. And so I have a couple of those The ones that require specific measurements that way those things are already in there and I can just kind of go in, plug in the numbers, plug in the pictures and do a title and call it good but all my like standard boilerplate stuff for that specific kind of item, like jeans, I like to say these have been washed and these aren't brand new. So pay attention to your, to the measurements. The measurements are approximate, you know, that kind of language, because you need that for Poshmark. Poshmark needs you to have some caveats in your listing. Because if you don't, and if you leave it very vague and very broad, then if someone has an issue, the, the issue, the person with the issue will win. So the customer win their case because you left it too broad and you should have defined your listing better. Fine. Okay. I mean, I learned that lesson the hard way a few times. I now put some caveats in there, you know, like this is not new. These probably, you know, this typically genes shrink after they wash. So pay attention to your measurements. So, and then, and then I do make sure they say measurements are approximate. So it's not like, I mean, there might be a little error depending on where they measure, where I measure that. I think that will help me if I ever have a case. I don't really have that many cases. I'm like, I've had less than 10 in the last three years. So I think I'm doing something right when I haven't had that many cases at all. I'm sure there's someone out there that's been doing it longer that has less cases. Fine. You know, it happens, but um, yeah. So that's pretty much where I'm at with my listing software. And not that I'm saying list perfectly is a bad program, but it just, for whatever reason, um, I, I don't know. I, I think I was a minority of the people that were having an issue with it, but because I was a minority, it wasn't on their radar to really fix. I mean, they put some, they implemented something in place. It just didn't, didn't fix the whole problem. Like I could see part of the time if it messed up and then I'd have to go in there, fix it manually. And it was just a pain in the ass. Vendu has not broken yet. I've been using them for a few months now and I have yet, and I've, I've been checking like to make sure that it's been doing it right. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been a hundred percent right. Like I have yet to have it mess up on that. So there's something that Vendu's doing right when it comes to Poshmark linking and that that list perfectly isn't always doing right. So I don't know if you're using List perfectly, double check your Poshmark listings, make sure they're actually linked to the right ones. I've mine were linked to other people's mine were linked to other ones of mine that weren't anything to do with what I was listing. So I encourage you to check out your listings to make sure like I went through I mean, I had a thousand listings at the time and I went through and I had like 300 that were wrong and I had, wasn't even through all of them. I was like through half of them. No, I wasn't through half of them. I was like through three fourths of them and they're like 300 were wrong. I was like, no, I can't, this is not acceptable. And then when I contacted list perfectly, um, the exchange was less than pleasant because I felt like they blamed me. Well, you know, people have so many extensions. We have no idea what people's. People have on their machine blah 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 i had not that many extensions honestly i didn't and i just i felt like they were blaming me for the problem like blaming my system for the problem but bendu doesn't have that same problem so that makes me think that it's not my issue you know what i'm saying it's not my issue if two different listing softwares and one doesn't write a hundred percent of the time and one doesn't tells me that the one that was not doing it right. hundred percent of the time is the issue here, not me. So I moved on. Um, and I think I'm going to actually stop. I was using them for keeping track of my, uh, thread up inventory. And I actually think I'm going to stop using them for that as well and just stop using list perfectly altogether. Um, because it's just, it's yeah, it's just not working out for me. So I will endorse Bendu. And I no longer endorse this perfectly um, because of the issues I had and because of the poor response to the customer service. So, um, people are going to use them if they're going to use them. I mean, I do like a lot of their bells and whistles and maybe they'll get better one day. Yeah. I just didn't like that. They, they gave me a bad experience. And so then do I still haven't had a bad experience. So, I mean, maybe one day I will have a bad experience with them, but I that delist and relist feature, it's fucking gold, okay? Let me just tell you guys, it's fucking gold. I know you can relist and delist on Poshmark easier than you used to be able to, although it's still a pain in the ass uh, on using it on, like, um, the app or whatever to do it internally with Poshmark. Um, it's literally seconds, like, a couple seconds with Vendue. So, yeah, that's, that's enough for me. That saves me so much fucking time if I want to relist some things. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now in terms of whatever I'm doing. Well, thanks for listening. And I will try to be a little bit more, try to appear a little bit more often than I have been. Actually, no, I plan to. So I think I'm going to do weekly episodes again and I might start either this week or next week. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening.